Thanks for tuning in to our end of the line extras segment for episode two. Since we don't have time to really delve into these issues in the regular half hour episode, we wanted to take a few minutes to hear more from folks we interviewed about these two different but related topics of surveyor trespass and eminent domain. Over and over when I talk to friends of mine who aren't connected here, when you tell the story, they're like, oh, that can't be legal. You know, and you think, well, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> in Virginia in 2004, the General Assembly passed this bill called um, 56-401, and we call that the right to trespass law. That basically gave pipeline companies the right to enter your property for the purposes of surveying for natural gas lines without your permission. Mark Warner signed that survey law into law in 2004. He was governor when that was when that law was put on the books that allows, quote unquote, allows Dominion to go on properties without permission. In January of 2015, folks along the ACP route were able to get a senator to sponsor a bill that would repeal the 2004 Right to Trespass bill. They rallied their friends and neighbors and made the journey to Richmond several times to the General Assembly to meet with legislators. And on the day that the bill was to be heard, they testified in front of the Senate subcommittee. That day was so entirely frustrating. We had a, a very good showing. There were about 40 landowners in that General Assembly meeting room. And it was friends of Nelson and Free Nelson and friends of Augusta and, you know, all these little grassroots groups. People gave impassioned pleas to the legislators about what this meant to them personally and why it was important to them. They didn't care what anybody had to say. Um, some of them were looking at their phones and their messages and not paying a bit of attention to what was going on. An oil and gas man got up and he said, remember back in 2004 when y'all passed this bill? Remember doing that? Well, why did you pass it? You did it for the good of the landowner. Remember that? He kind of nodded his head a lot. The legislators just kind of were looking at him and nodding along. He's like, yeah, that's right. You passed it for their own good. Because before you had that survey law, there was nothing governing when and how pipeline companies could access people's property. And the reason you passed this law was to put some boundaries on what pipeline companies could do. Yeah, that's right. And everybody nodded along, I swear. And it was like um, watching a Jedi mind trick. It really was. You have people here. You have citizens here who deserve better than this who deserve to be listened to. You could act like you care, even if you don't. What they did that day was um, pass the bill by, which means they don't do anything with it, which means it dies. It was very disappointing. And it really showed me very clearly how the legislators, uh, as far as I can tell, they will do anything that Dominion wants them to do.
Eminent domain has been the piece that I have long thought is is the um, crosses all party lines, right? The property rights issue is sort of irrespective of what your other beliefs are. The beauty about the property rights perspective is if you're against the pipeline because you're really hell-bent to stop fracking, then you can say, not on my property for that reason, right? I want to stop the pipeline, and if I don't let them go on my property and everybody else doesn't let them go on their property, then it doesn't happen, good. And if you're against it for environmental air quality reasons or water reasons, you can say no. And if you're against it for uh, because your family has had this property for decades, you can say no. And so the point is everybody's position is relevant from, you know, if, you're, if you have the choice, if you can say yes or no. It makes no sense that these corporations are able to use eminent domain to legitimize their project when it is most certainly not for the public good if it is a private corporation that's trying to do it. It's referred to as the King's Law because it dates back to England. It dates back to a king basically being able to say, I can use your property however I want. FERC, which is the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, when, and I do say when because they always give permits, when they issue the permit for a um, new interstate frack gas line, that is what kicks in the right of the company to use eminent domain against property owners. In 2012, Virginia made a new constitutional amendment to the state con constitution to the state bill of rights, which says that the amendment, which was approved by 75% of voters, says that eminent domain, it says it's not allowed for private profit by anybody except if you're a public service company. The lawyer, Henry Howe, is arguing that the ACP is not a public service company and that what they are is a foreign LLC, limited liability corporation. So therefore, they don't qualify as a public service company. Therefore, their use of eminent domain violates the Virginia Constitution. When you're scared and you're traumatized and you feel threatened, then our natural instinct is to seek out a different authority. Who is the lawyer? Who is the person? Like, who is the other form of authority that can help us through this? And it's hard to say what legal actions can really be taken early on. I think a lot of landowners were kind of disappointed, like they might get a lawyer, but what could that lawyer really do until you know there's like a point at which the law steps in and i think we are really just to the point in the process where there are effective and potentially game-changing lawsuits that can take place <laughs>